Hey everyone, welcome to AV Insider. As always, I'm your host, Johnny Mota. The show, AV Insider, can be found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, which of course is brought to you by Tascam. Quick shout out to Tascam. I love your products. I use them on the daily, even not on this podcast. I have a handheld recorder. I go out and explore many, many aspects of life. And you know what? It gets me, it gets the job done. It's not breaking the budget. And at the end of the day, it's producing premium quality work for all aspects of recording. Check them out at Tascam.com. Everyone, as I mentioned, this is the show, AV Insider. And as always, I have a special guest. And today is no less special than the last or more, but I guess you can make that decision at the end of the show. Today, I am with Caro Hantho, who is the president of the Americas at Videxio. Carl, hello. Hey, John. Welcome. Uh, thanks for welcoming to the show, and I hope to be uh, one of the best. We'll work on that. Well, I hope so, because you're on the spot. The clock is ticking, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. So, ty- so typically, what I'd like to do at the very beginning of the show is get a little background about the company, in this case, Videxio. But prior to doing that, what I'd love to do, and you can give us as much or as little as you'd like, I'd love to learn about you. I'd love to know, you know, about your background, because maybe Videxio is your first tech AV job ever, or maybe it's your first job ever, I don't know, but I'd like to get some sort of background, so that way, when we get into the Videxio portion, we can kind of just get a little understanding of who's speaking. I uh, gladly fill you in on that. So this isn't my first job. Okay. Um, I, uh, I hail from Canada. I was born and raised in Montreal um, and uh, had a number of, of uh, exciting opportunities in Canada before moving to the States 25 years ago, which is where my, uh, my experience in video conferencing uh, began, actually. So my wife and my three children moved down. Uh, we reside here in, in Virginia. And uh, I was part of the original leadership team that started up a joint venture video conferencing with British Telecom that subsequently was purchased by Tanberg in 1997. And, uh, and I led the Tanberg organization in North America until 2004. So that's where video conferencing became really part of my life. And mm-hmm. I've had several other things since then. And then I got back into this space in 2013. So uh, uh, I love what I do. Uh, I love Virginia and the States. And uh, uh, that's really what I'm about. And I could add that my son just got married this past weekend, my first one to go. Very excited for him. Nice. Congrats. Yeah, very cool. Now, uh, so with that, tell me a little bit about Videxio. If you can give me a general over uh, generalization or overview of the company. Who is Videxio? What is it that you do? What do you offer? And, and sort of, who is that for? Sure. So, uh, so Videxio, we are a, uh, a global video conferencing company. Uh, we are um, head office in Norway, founded seven years ago in, in 2011. Uh, our U.S. head office is here in Reston. Um, our business is, uh, simply put, is to make it really easy to schedule, invite, and join uh, high-quality, secure meetings from any device, anywhere. Uh, and we've been doing that, as I say, since uh, I joined the company in 2013 here in the States, with a focus on building out our channels. One of our unique differentiators is, uh, is how we go to market, um, leveraging uh, the kinds of companies, AV integrators, IT uh, solution providers, who have made a career out of selling video conferencing, so they understand uh, that market. And, and we provide them this platform that they can then take to their customers 
and enable them to solve a whole host of problems as it relates to video collaboration, interoperability, and, uh, um, and managing their video conferencing systems. Any device Does that make anywhere? sense to you? It, it does. I was just trying to wrap around the any device anywhere. So even people with Blackberries? <laughs> As an old BlackBerry user, that uh, that touches the cord. No, so uh, you know, it's it's it, when you've been in this industry for as long as I have, you've seen a number of different chapters, and, and you know, it was in the sort of earlier days, it was very much conference room to conference room kind of video conferencing, where you'd have very expensive rooms. People would go to those rooms and they would conference to another room. And what I love about today is that. The world has changed and the user experiences are very different and the requirements are very different. And so today, uh, I'm actually in my home office. I, it's 8.30 here in, in Virginia. Uh, I was at my other office and I'm just, you know, in uh, on my home Wi-Fi and I would participate in a video meeting from here as easily as I could uh, from a hotspot at a local Panera Bread. So. The goal is to make it very accessible for everybody in the way that they want to participate in the meeting. And the most common denominator is a laptop with an internet connection that has a browser and uh, just click to join. So that's the big, the big shift and that's driving a big part of our business because those rooms still have a purpose, but you don't always have to go to a room to have a meeting. You can have, the, have participate in those meetings from anywhere. So. Uh, so there's new life being breathed into those conference rooms as a consequence of the new way that individuals do work. So in terms of your product, which uh, it sounds like it's software-based, correct? Uh, yeah, 100% cloud. There's no hardware required. Okay. And depending on the solution that the end user is looking for or integrator, which I've not quite asked you about yet, uh, it sounds like they might be the pricing might be custom tailored to the solution, correct? Uh, so we have different subscription models for different uh, services that we offer, and you know just to sort of make it, I'll sorry, break it down in a more simple way. So you know, th at the core of what we do is a is a very uh, robust meeting service, and the meeting service leverages a global network uh, that's designed for video conferencing, so that. Users anywhere can jump onto our service, associate themselves to the closest Bitexio point of presence, which we've got 18 around the world, and and then ride on our network for a great video conferencing experience. And they do that, you know, as I said before, from from any number of different devices. So that's mm -hmm. sort of central to to starting that conversation. And and we that that meeting service again is is really about. Um, you know, whether a user wants to come in on a browser, they want to come in on Skype for Business, which is is, uh, is a growing desktop um, collaboration tool that we're seeing in a lot of enterprises. And of course, on traditional video conferencing systems uh, or audio, whatever that is. So, so the meeting service is one of the subscription services we sell. We've got gateway products that allow for uh, customers who have deployed Skype for Business or have deployed Google Hangouts Meet and that is what they want to use as a collaboration platform. Mm -hmm. And we're not out to tell them that that's not a good decision. So, you know, how do we help them to collaborate within their organization? The gateway service allows them to, in the case of Skype for Business, as a case in point, to talk to traditional video conferencing endpoints and to talk to users who want to come in on the browser uh, in their Skype for Business meeting environment. And similarly with Google Hangouts, 
uh, those organizations that want to have users join the meeting from a traditional endpoint, the gateway service makes that uh, very transparent, uh, very seamless. So, so we have gateway service. And the last thing we do is, is sort of where uh, a lot of our uh, current focus is, which is on those organizations that have invested in infrastructure uh, as part of enabling their video conferencing capabilities internally. And that infrastructure is becoming very long in the tooth. And it's interesting because I grew up with, with Hanberg in a day where we sold an awful lot of infrastructure. We probably are one of the few industries that, that caused the customers to become their own service providers, buying all of this hardware, putting it into their racks, managing it, monitoring it, paying maintenance on it, and having to deal with the user experience as if they were the service provider. And what, again, what I like about this next chapter is that while those were good business decisions at the time, though that infrastructure no longer serves the user requirements that are, are being called upon today for things like access from any, any browser anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and many of those products are becoming end of life. And so, you know, what we offer is an alternative to what was a great decision in the past, but let's give it to you now as a service. So putting your endpoint, your video conferencing systems uh, onto our host and on our service as a subscription service is the alternative. So those are sort of the three buckets of services that, uh, that we bring to market. So in terms of the services and products, um, it sounds like they're, I mean, your, your customers really range, right? It could just be, uh, it could be enterprise level. It could be an integrator. It could be, uh, just me. It could be me wanting to host a podcast, right, uh, with different people around the world. So, in terms uh, uh, in terms of your solutions and such, um, does I guess depending on the solution, just range on on who who is looking to have something as a meeting room or solution rather. Like um, like like, let's say if I was going to go to Infocom, right? You you could still yeah. have you could still be uh, I guess uh, presenting to the integrators is what I would imagine, but at the same time, the companies themselves, right? There could be other manufacturers looking for a solution. You could be a direct, uh, your customer could be them directly. Is that correct? So, our, so the ultimate user of the service is everything from a SMB small business to a large enterprise. It's a university. It's a, uh, a telehealth organization. It's a, you know, it's it runs the, the gamut of, of different vertical markets. Mm-hmm. So the, the the common, I guess, the the thread that runs through all that is that the services we offer appeal to different groups based on their requirements. So we have got a freemium service, case in point. So for a user that is like yourself, maybe uh, you, you may say, you know, I don't. I don't want to pay for a service, but I do want the benefit of, of what Fidexio can do. And so you sign up for freemium. It's got some limited functionality, but it gets you started. And if your needs change, if you want to have uh, more participants in the meeting or have access to other features that comes with our, our platform, then you can upgrade. And so we have that kind of functionality. And in the same way that we can enable individuals uh, with the full service of our platform, we can also enable organizations. Uh, we've got subscription plans that meet different, that, that, uh, meet different uh, customer requirements. But the integrators, I think I may have confused you on that. Let me come back to that. So in our model, we, we are a platform. And we provide, uh, we go to market through, uh, through integrators. And uh, and most of the, if you looked at sort of the top uh, the top 
AV IT integrators in North America, let's talk about that specifically today. Um, I would say that the vast majority of them that are in the business of helping customers solve collaboration issues are leveraging our platform. And, uh, and you know, we may have made a tactical mistake because when we signed on, we've got about 40 partners of that nature here in the Americas. Uh, and the early stage of that is that we, we encourage those partners to, to white label our service. And, uh, and that was a great idea at the time. Uh, and that's probably helped some of those early stage partners to come on board with Exhale. The challenge is that we ended up creating 40 micro brands that uh, diluted the Nexio name. So, so we, we aren't as visible to you as an end user as we'd like to be, and we're working with our partners uh, towards that end. But on the partner side, what is consistent is we, we provide them a platform that lets them solve collaboration, video collaboration uh, challenges and or, pro, or enable their customers to do that. Uh, we give them a tool set that lets them manage the subscription process from the, the, the sort of pre-sales trial phase right through till the, uh, the customer signs on the dotted line. They activate the accounts. They manage the experience. They look at usage and adoption. They've got an analytics tool set that allows for them to look at uh, the detailed call records to understand what's going on in the call so they can troubleshoot any issues. Uh, and they invoice their customers. So they own from pre-sales through the customer journey through to invoicing and support that is all uh we leave to the partners and as i said before those partners um and to give a few plugs just sort of put out there is the avisbls it's the whitlocks it's the diversified uh the ibcis there's a number that sort of fit into that category that are very familiar in that avit space that bring their portfolio solutions wrapped around what we do so uh, for example, a customer may be wanting to build out a huddle room or a conference room, but Exio doesn't sell hardware. But those partners can deliver to those customers whatever it is that they're looking for in the way of perhaps it's a, a Cisco or a Polycom codec with a monitor, it's got an audio system, and it's all enabled with the Exio service. But they wrap that solution to their customer and they own that customer from soup to nuts. Got it. Now, in terms of, uh, like, let's say I want a demonstration in person, and typically, you know, I, for me, you know, the best place is, you know, if I want it in person with the team, you know, I'm going to go to, like, a trade show, whether that's ISE, Infocom, or something related locally. Um, what type of trade shows, regardless of the ones that I've already mentioned, or even those, where can we see your team in person to sort of get, you know, the, uh, the hands-on experience uh, or training or just sort of like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what's coming, um, you know, that kind of stuff at, at trade shows. What, what shows do you go to? Yeah, so we, from, from a Vedexia perspective, uh, our two biggest shows are uh, Infocom in the U.S. and ISC in Europe. Mm -hmm. um, we also participate more as a, as a speaking engagement as opposed to a trade show at uh, Enterprise Connect. And then we do, uh, we do some Microsoft shows. Uh, we just got back from Inspire two weeks ago. Uh, and we do some vertical shows. We're at a legal trade show today uh, in the D.C. area with one of our partners. So, but, but the general right answer would be in the Americas, if you wanted to find us, uh, Infocom would be your best bet. It's the biggest show that we attend. Okay. Um, now, earlier off here, we were sort of talking about some stuff and some trends that you might 
see or, or Videxo does see. Uh, if you could share with me, if you don't mind, like the type of trends you're seeing with uh, video conferencing today. Sure. I mean, it's a little bit uh, like I was talking about on the, the mobile and distributed workforce. We see uh, the way people working and how they want to have access to the same tool sets that they would have if they were in a physical office uh, yeah, ever present mobile. so that they can, pardon me? Just a bit more mobile, right? Well, it's, it's, it's again, it, it's sort of whatever device they're on, on whatever network they're on, they want to be able to participate as an equal participant in a meeting. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it could be that they would be in the, in a, in a, previous generation, they'd have to go to the office to participate on video or else they would dial in on audio and miss a lot of the meeting. And so enabling those workers to to have a, a full experience uh, with full access to um, collaboration products, the, both the audio, the video, the presentation functionality where you can show and receive content is is what we strive to do. So that 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 is a and that's changing so many other aspects of how organizations look to structure work because, you know, they've gotten out of trying to control the devices. So they, they've given up on, on that aspect of it. They allow workers to work from the device of their choice. And, and I would say most cases, I'm sure there are a lot that do get locked down. But, you know, the, the broader trend is, you know, your device is your working tool. Let's enable it so it has the functionality you need to do the job from wherever you are. And then, you know, the other part of that story is um, we just want to make it simple to join. So what we don't do is dictate how you join a meeting because you as an organization uh, have made investments. And whether those investments are in traditional endpoints or in Skype for business, we just want you to be able to leverage those assets, those resources to come into a meeting experience, have an effective quality meeting, and, uh, and then move on with your business. And, and you know, I guess another example of that is last year we launched something called Bidexio Live and we toiled with whether or not we should be developing a live web streaming capability. And at the end of the day, our assessment was one, because of our, our natural concerns around privacy and we don't want to be storing data as a service provider. That's got all sorts of, uh, uh, of concerns. But the other part, just even more fundamentally, is that you know, what we want to do is to make our virtual meeting rooms, uh, our meeting service, such that it's, it's a gateway to a bigger, broader experience. So we enable the workflow that leverages whatever streaming products that those organizations may have purchased. So if you have IBM Cloud Video or Kaltura or Kumu, or if you use some of the social media platforms like Periscope or Facebook Live uh, or YouTube, which is what our native implementation is, we created a workflow that lets users easily schedule a video conferencing session and at the same time schedule a live web streaming capability where they could push the content out to thousands. Again, we didn't, we didn't develop the web streaming functionality. We went, you know, we went with other best in class solution providers. We just made the workflow easy so the users can have access to those tools for the experience they're looking for. Okay. What, what would you say is the future of Videxio, or maybe not the future, but what would you say is next for Videxio? I mean, it already sounds like you're kind of catering to the new workforce and the new, um, like you said in the past, if you want to be part of the, the video, you have to go back to the office, but, but today now everyone's carrying a computer in their pocket, basically, if not two. 
Um, yep. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, is it just more more adapting to what what future trends may unravel, or or just sort of playing it by ear? No, I, you know, so most, you know, we, we internally say more mobility, more mobility, more mobility, because there is <laughs> certainly a big chunk of that that's going on. Uh, but it's also about uh, just looking to broaden the experience. So one of the other bigger trends out there is that, uh, and we see this in how the analysts look at the markets these days. There used to be analyst specialists that followed web conferencing and others that did video conferencing, others that did audio conferencing, and some had this big UC umbrella. And we're seeing those categories collapse as the, the the blending of web conferencing functionality and video conferencing functionality become more and more similar. So again, back in our world, we started out being very video specific. You know, that's what we did. We did a great job of hosting video conferencing systems on our service, of creating you know these meeting services for interoperability. But as we've graduated and grown up, we've been you know, the market has caused us to look at how we can bring more web conferencing functionality to bear. So, you know, things like um, we, you know, I just mentioned before, but Excel Live, so the sort of web streaming functionality, live web streaming and recording functionality. Um, we've, we've changed the way that we manage the security of our, our uh, virtual internet services to offer users the ability to have a single-use VMR. And it doesn't sound like much probably to the layperson, but you know, we managed our, our business, our video conferencing uh, platform, like an audio conferencing platform. You had a conference ID that was yours, and it never changed. And and so many of our customers that are moving from the likes of GoToMeeting or WebEx to come to Videxio, they liked having the, the confidence that every meeting had a different conference ID. And so rather than try to change the way that they, they perceive uh, security, we now accommodate having the ability to create single-use VMRs. So it's a little thing, but again, it's sort of subtle to the blurring of web conferencing and, uh, and video conferencing. And I will probably get my hand slapped for saying this, but you know, another feature that the market's been asking for is chat. And so mm. you know, I'm pre-releasing this and I'm going to get in trouble, but next month we'll be coming out with chat uh, inside our VMRs so that users can have a team chat call and be able to you know have that functionality that they expect in a web conference also in, in our platform. Uh, and one more example, which I just, you know, we also have the ability for customers who want to mute the camera because they really just want to see the presentation and have an audio experience. We enable that in a very simple way as well. So, so the blurring of the lines in the big trends category, web conferencing, video conferencing, you know, those services are becoming more and more similar. And, and that's, you know, from a vehicle standpoint, that's a big part of our opportunity because the web conferencing market is ginormous and, uh, right. and we're grabbing a chunk of that uh, as these markets blur. Um, I didn't ask you earlier, and, and we're sort of getting towards the end of the show here, so I'll make them very quick. Uh, other functionality in terms of what you offer versus maybe you don't offer, these two things, uh, do you currently offer screen sharing and screen annotation? Uh, we do screen sharing. So we, you know, any user on whether they're coming in on a browser or they're coming in on Skype for Business or an endpoint, they can share their content all day long and receive content. That's part of being an equal participant in the meeting. We don't do annotation today. Um, okay. That's not what we do. Is it something that has not been asked for, or does it doesn't really make sense, honestly? <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I wouldn't say it doesn't make sense to a user that wants it. They want it, right? But right, I think that you know from yeah. 
Yeah, but from our standpoint, it's it's more about a prioritization thing. It's okay. just that we've got uh, we've got a lot of dreams, and we've got a lot of innovation that we want to bring to our service platform. And uh, sometimes you got to make the tough decisions. Understood. Okay. Well, you know, maybe as uh, you know the demand rises, if if at all, you know, that might be an option. Um, I think that's kind of it, honestly. Is, is there anything we haven't touched on that we should? Uh, that's a great question. Sorry, let me just back up and just see if, uh, if uh, uh, you've asked some great questions. Uh, I hope <laughs> I've answered them in a, in a clear way. It's, uh, you have. I, I'm okay. such, you know, in, in my world, actually, I, I'm such a video conferencing bigot. I, uh, I feel I'm a very visual person, so connecting with you eye to eye always sort of helps sort of prompt things. So on the audio experience, it's, uh, it's something that I don't do often. I'm probably on you know, video calls 80 hours a month. So it is definitely, uh, that's my norm. Oh. No, I don't think, you know, I think just, you know, uh, one, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and introduce Bidexio to you and your audience. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, from, from our vantage point, We've got uh, a lot of, of expertise within our organization, but more to the point, our partners know this industry, know the use cases, know how to help their customers with collaboration. Uh, end users on the show, you should ask your service provider of choice if they're leveraging the Bidexio platform. If not, we'd love to talk to you about how we can help you solve your video conferencing collaboration requirements. Well, sounds good. Uh, that I guess I think for now that's going to be my last question. So, first of all, thank you for your time. I do appreciate it. Uh, secondly, thank as, you. as uh, the technology starts to unfold, higher demand for new features and functionalities start to happen, and you were able to speak about these new functions or what's to come, even though you already did once today. I thank you for that. I'd love to have you back and talk more about your the company as well as. Uh, if you ever just want to talk about tech, video conferencing, technology, the state of the industry, or any other trends that you feel are important to talk about and discuss, I'd love to have you back and talk more. Well, now that I know where you are, Johnny, I may be picking you up on that opportunity. So thank Sound, you for the offer. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, now, for anyone out there who would like to learn more, uh, what is the best place to go to do that? Uh, certainly, you can go to our website uh, if you want to, uh, www.bidexio.com. Okay. Um, I'm very accessible as well. If you've got any specific things and uh, you want to tag me on that, uh, my name is my email address and my video address. So it's Carl with a K dot Hantho, H-A-N-T-H-O at bidexio.com. Cool. Um, if you want to be more anonymous, the website can also have got some uh, some general information capabilities that you can uh, use our uh, use that uh, as a source as well. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And for people who are listening who want to be a little more social beyond just the email or the contact us page, you can check them out online. Obviously, at uh, Facebook's a good place. It's just facebook.com forward slash Videxio. If you're more of an image person and you want to check that out, check them out on Instagram. They're simply at Videxio. V I-D-E-X-I-O, or at Videxio, rather, and the same on Twitter. It's at Videxio in 140 characters or less. Or did they up that? I don't recall. I think you're beyond that. <laughs> Tweet away, my friends. And if you want to get some uh, hands-on demonstrations or visual in a video, check them out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Videxio. And, of course, they're on LinkedIn. Check them out there. If anyone has any questions for me specifically, it's at jmota3. That's J is in Johnny. 
Emma's and Mary O is an Oscar T's and Tom A's an Alpha. The number three, J Malta three, my first initial last name. The number three, it's my favorite number. Uh, pretty much <laughs> everywhere, right? At J Malta three on Facebook, simply my name, Johnny Mota, but not J Malta three on Snapchat. That is some other imposter. Don't follow them. Evil twin, perhaps. I am simply at AB <laughs> underscore insider. You can check me out there. And any personal requests regarding the show, you want to send me hate mail, love mail regarding the show, you have a hot topic you want to discuss, you want to share your brand, email me, Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y at ravepubs.com. That's Johnny at ravepubs.com. Everyone, this has been AV Insider, a show brought to you by Tascam, which of course can be found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio, ti- Rave Radio tab, along with many other podcasts different than mine, Different hosts, different styles, different lengths, different topics, all fun, unique, and hip, if that's what the kids are saying. I think they're saying lit. I don't know. I can't keep up with kids. I don't know any. doesn't matter. Check us out at (laughs) ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. Carl, thank you so much for your time, knowledge, and expertise. We appreciate it, and we would love to have you back in the future. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, you as well. Everyone, this has been AV Insider. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next.